Beck Ramsey, the Law Dog, here with you on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast, and it is a special episode here this week as we are talking all things rodeo. That's because the 50th annual Swasu Rodeo is upcoming uh, on Thursday, and we'll go ahead and get this episode pushed out. But I want to thank my special guest today. We see her around the station quite a bit, and she is always out selling for Right Radio. She's Allie Seltzer, our resident expert on rodeo and all things equine. How are you today, Allie? Allie. Good. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm it, kind of upset I'm in an office. No kidding. Uh, I was. Uh, I took a little time off this afternoon, and uh, or actually late this morning, and uh, went for a nice little walk with my wife. And then uh, we've been getting out and doing some uh, gardening and stuff. Uh, or well, not gardening like vegetables, but uh, flower beds and stuff. So I'm getting a little more tan than I normally do. And wrangle your cats around. <laughs> don't, we don't mention the kitty cats. Uh, <laughs> and one might pop up here before you know it, so be careful. At my farm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyways, Allie, you are just real quick. Tell us your background on, on you. You were in college doing equine uh, competitions, if I'm correct, right? So I grew up showing, it's funny because I know too much about rodeo to not have competed when I was younger about it, but. Um, I grew up showing horsemanship trail, the things that, you know, doesn't make money. I always laugh. My mom and I always make the joke that I should have been in the, the discipline that makes you win money because, you know, the things that I did was horsemanship trail and every time you won, you got trophies. So I did that till I was about 18 or 19. And my mom married my stepdad, who was a tie down roper. And he kind of got me into all that. So I always saw the behind the scenes with working with horses and all the pro tie down ropers he knew. And I just got to see everything from college and I ran ranches in college and I just got to see, I love the equine side of it. I like the people too, but you know how I am. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you love horses and, uh, you know, I'm pretty certain you have one somewhere that's dressed in a, in a horse tuxedo. (laughs) You always say that, that that Facebook name. Well, and I tell you, I love horse people too, because whatever city I've lived in, they've always contributed heavily to the tax base and, uh, Uh, Oklahoma city, Oklahoma (laughs) city, 29 years as a police officer. I knew for a fact that a good portion of my salary was paid for by, uh, by the folks who came in for the the, uh, was it Q- OHSA? So there's the American Quarter Horse yeah. World, and that's what I always went to. Um, that's the World Championship, and that brings in so much revenue. Yeah, like because you're you're shopping, you're staying in, you're eating and doing mm-hmm. everything here. Yeah, and so, uh, I knew a manager at Langston's there in the stockyards in Oklahoma City, and he told me this was in '95, '96. He goes, if if they ever pulled the horse show out of Oklahoma City, we'd have close up shop. And I was like, wow. You know, but hey, go out and spin. That's what we try to tell folks. But uh, no, I tell you, you talk about rodeo and, you know, I had cousins that rodeoed and I was always so jealous because for one thing, they got to ride horses all the time. And then also uh, the cool clothes. And I always had an ambition to be a cowboy as a kid and it just never came to fruition. I I guess I was a cowboy Mm -hmm. on a steel horse I ride as a police officer, but not quite the same. Yeah, I just threw a Bon Jovi reference at you. So anyways, and you caught it by the look on your face. I'm not commenting on that. (laughs) So anyways, so rodeo, we keep up with it quite a bit. I, I, I really do my best, particularly since Swasu has a rodeo team. And I tell you, they did so well last season and, and plus in the, in the fall seg- segment of this season. But I mean, we had girls that were in contention, uh, in barrel oh, racing yeah. at the uh, college national finals rodeo. And then some of them went to the NFR as well. 
Well, and you already had the alumni. Well, she was Emily Miller, but what's her married name now? Uh, I can't even remember. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you asked me. Um, <laughs> I always ask you that because my stuff, Roger and I always talk about her. But, yeah, she's embarked such a wave for Swasu, too. I mean, besides Sage Kimsey. Beisel. I mean, Emily yes. Beisel. Yeah, yeah, because I always pronounced it wrong. Yeah, it took me um, a minute. Thanks, thanks for pointing out my age. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, she just paved such a way, and they added Breakaway too, and so that's giving an opportunity for all these girls that are at Swasu, all these collegiate level rodeo girls to go and compete in that at an NFR level. Sure. So that's sure. awesome. Well, and they did well. They did great at the CNFR, and then also, you know, it took that momentum and and it was fun to cover that last year from right radio sports because uh it's kind of a time of the year where school's out you know high school's out so i'm 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 struggling to find sports stories so it was pretty cool but it opened my eyes to a lot of the fun that and uh, the competition of rodeo but i tell you the college season has been underway and uh a bunch of it is up in your old stomping grounds in in the uh, colleges in kansas so uh we had the k-state rodeo the fort hayes rodeo and the garden city rodeo didn't they have Fort Scott too? Um, I believe they did. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. So, yeah. And uh, I try to go to that International Intercollegiate Rodeo Association website quite a bit to uh, to keep up with things that are going on. And yeah, there are a whole lot of rodeo events in the state of Kansas. And then now we get to bring them down to Weatherford, Oklahoma this weekend. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeehaw. You're going to be out there, I'm sure. Oh, I am. And um, it's, I always get bittersweet when I, sweet when I see all the K-State people, because I'm just like, I want to cheer for you, but I feel kind of, I met uh, Coach V last week. Yeah. And he's just so nice. Mike Visniski, I just met all nice those guy. kids. They're just so sweet and mm-hmm. so personable. And I'm like, oh no, I'm, I feel torn a little bit between my schools and I didn't go here, but I feel a little bit, I don't know, loyal to it. Well, yeah, you married into it, I guess you could say. <laughs> I don't have to claim nothing. Now there you go. But you are a K State alum, I guess. Did you yeah. did you go to OSU as well? Yeah, so I went to OSU and then yeah. I was going there for equestrian and did I was when I was younger, that was my goal and just constantly never could catch a break and then I broke my leg. So yeah. <laughs> Well, you're a tall girl, so I imagine that's a that's a that's a greater chance to do so. But yeah. um but no, I tell you, it, it was interesting because they were at Garden City, uh, yeah. not last weekend, but the weekend before that, I believe. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, uh, you know, the men came in third and the girls came in second and or the ladies, the ladies uh, came in second. <laughs> and I tell you, you know, it, it was kind of your it was kind of your regular uh, you know your regular suspects, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, on the on the on the women's side. But I tell you, looking at the, because uh, um, Cheyenne and some, Cheyenne Vandestowie, she I think she finished third in the all around, and then yeah, I think that's what I have too. Yeah, and then uh, Shanoa Vandestowie as well. So uh, you know, and I know that they are goat ropers as well, or goat tying. I guess goat, goat ropers is not the right. Uh, that's one thing I have not ventured to do yet. I will tell you that much. Nope. Yeah, but then I also saw that Dustin Sanchez uh, finished second in bull riding, and I mean, you get a you get a high end bull rider out of your college. That's a pretty good swing, I would think. That's awesome, yeah. especially. I mean, for Swasi, I mean, they with Sage Kimsey already being here. I feel mm-hmm. like that's attraction for 
this school to have bull riders here. I mean, that sounds terrible, but you see uh, history like that, and you're like, oh, well, oh yeah, he's like one of the best. So, well, sure. And uh, Coach V, Coach Mike Visniski, obviously well, yeah. uh, doing a great job. You know, going out and and getting the recruits that he likes and sees. And I tell you, it's it's interesting, Allie, because the rodeo scene in Western Oklahoma, and then also into the Kansas area and the Panhandle. I would have to think that it's, and I, I kind of, as an uninformed fan, and you'll be able to fill me in, as an uninformed fan, when I watch some of the national events, it seems like this region really produces a lot of talent. Yeah, I so this area, and I'd say around like Stephenville, Texas, oh, and yeah, that whole Tarleton area, I mean, these two just are consecutively producing good athletes, mm-hmm. and I want to, I don't want to say Kansas does, but you it always circles around here that we have the really good bull riders we have all this because k-state i mean we do have good alumni that's not even a discussion but swasu has some of the best of all time well sure so well and you're right i can't argue that well yeah swasu definitely has their uh has has their name out there as far as uh what what they can show that they've done with uh you know and then plus when you have five of your of your student athletes at the national finals rodeo last December, that that's huge. It's I, that's I mean, massive. Exactly. So uh, these, they they literally dedicate their life to it yeah. all year round. It is so hard to get to the NFR. I've seen these kids that may they literally miss it by one placing, and it's just heartbreaking for really? them because they spend thousands of dollars doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and there, you know, there is significant investment and in, and in, and stuff for sure. But I tell you, uh, I know that. I know that the uh, city officials for the city of Weatherford are probably pretty happy that the 50th annual uh, Swasu Rodeo is coming up this weekend because, uh, as we mentioned before, uh, those folks like to come into town. They're going to stay in a motel room. They're going to go out to eat, and uh, you know, and and it's a nice it's a nice bump for uh, the community to uh, be bringing in a massive event like that. Absolutely, I couldn't. I mean. My husband's company doesn't benefit from it, but well, you gotta, you need to lure him. You're a salesperson. Get him out there and I lure know. him into building a house in uh, in Weatherford. Uh, you you know I can't have a comment on that. <laughs> no, kidding. but I think it is awesome. Like I was talking with Mike Brown about that, the mayor. Uh-huh. He just says it's so awesome that in the um, car show, that big car show coming oh, yeah. up too. Oh yeah, car Those show. Those two and then, just bring so much revenue. And then they'll do some softball uh, tournaments over the summer. So City of Weatherford really does a great job, uh, you know, bringing in the tax dollars. But the 50th annual Swasu Rodeo uh, starts on Thursday. It'll be at Don Mitchell Arena in Weatherford, and uh, performances each night at 7 p.m. And the slack takes place on Friday and Saturday morning, beginning beginning at 9 a.m. Explain to me Slack. Slack is one of those things that as I report on these stories, uh, you know, and I'm I'm a year late on getting the explanation, but that's kind of me in a nutshell. Talk to me about what Slack is. So from my understanding, and I'm not a pro like my stepdad is with talking about this stuff, but it's before the rodeo happens. So like these tie down ropers will come in before Mm -hmm. and there's, you could probably get into more detail, but they wrote before the rodeo starts. So it'd still consider to be in it, but they'll have like three different nights of numbers that they can compete against. So at the end, then they can total it up. It's like someone might come in on, you said Thursday. So 
Thursday they'd be roping there, and then they may go to a different rodeo this weekend. Okay. So slack is defined as an overflow of contestants. Yeah. Limited to eleven performances and a short go with approximately ten contestants per event in each performances. Each yep. performance. Twelve hundred. 1,200 contestants could not fit into the nightly performances. That is why we have slack. Yep. yep. So. And so, most of the time you want, I, this is debatable because sometimes you want to go do slack so that you can go um, rope somewhere else that weekend. So that means double money. Oh, so you could yeah. win slack. Yeah. And get you out of there and I don't even think else. you would know till Sunday, but yeah, you could, you could go double. Like I know my uncle, Cato Llewellyn, who's a, he was a pro tie on roper. He all the time would go and rope at the slack he'd go to another slack the next morning and then he'd rope at a you know a uh, rodeo that night yeah. so a performance that night so he'd be roping like three rodeos in one weekend man okay so i mean you could be winning a lot of money yeah doing yeah. That. and that's what it's all about obviously mm-hmm. uh so okay so slack is is when everybody's just kind of there uh competing yeah and then the long round is the nightly performances leading up yep. to saturday yeah Okay, so those count. Saturday would be the main performance. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. does the long round count? Does the long round just count as far as your standing or your or your place in the short round? <laughs> Allie, come on! I I, I, I invited you on this podcast. I do not know every single thing <laughs> in the world. You were supposed you, to. You talk to me like I know everything, and I don't know everything. I see you on Fridays around the station, and you look like somebody who should know everything about rodeo. With I just your, fed my chickens your, and went straight with, to work. With your cowhide hay dudes. I love them. So, uh, anyways, well, listen, I tell you what, you know, we can, we can, luckily we can edit this and sound like we know what we're talking about. Uh, well, don't ask me that kind of stuff because I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. That's the crap that they don't even know. So, some rodeos offer only a long round and award payout to the winners of that one single round. Short round is if a rodeo committee chooses to offer short round. This would be the round that brings back the highest placing riders from the long round. Okay. So if you're good, you may, in the long round, you make the short round. They, you come back, yeah. But every one of these college rodeos has a long and a short round. Mm-hmm. And then, probably cut the kids out. And then you win like it. small down. And then you win it by the averages, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I tell you, that's one thing that I noticed is the Swasu Rodeo, um, you know, rodeo contestants and student athletes, uh, they will definitely do well over the course of a weekend. I mean, they, they oh, really yeah. have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of quality, uh, talented kids. The Vanda Stowies, they, they seem to score high. I mean, like last week in goat tying, uh, Cheyenne finished second in the goat tying. And then on the, and then Shanoa, if she finished eighth in the breakaway, but I mean, you know, that's, that's probably after several rounds, I would yeah. assume. But, I love that you got these names down pat because I tried to pronounce some of them and I just can't do it. I got some help from Coach V last year, but uh, <laughs> I tell you, Libby Berger and Sadie Walliver, they really do a lot for that women's team because they, their their barrel racing averages and scores will generally really help uh, the team score as well. I think that's who I met last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. I met like a handful of them and they're just so kind. and Yeah, yeah. they've been out to the station before for Conversation Corner or whatever mm-hmm. and just great kids. And uh, and I tell you. That's rodeo community though. Yeah, it probably is. I, I, could, I could see that. I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't have any way to know because I never really get invited to rodeos, but whatever. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, 
Next time, next time. I'll tell you. We'll yeah. go to Kuita. Hey, uh, I used to I used to have to run away from the Cowboys, the younger Cowboys at the Coweta uh, Roundup Club because uh, in Coweta, Oklahoma, because they they'd see me coming and they did they figured I was me and a kid named Chibon Miller were up to no good, so they'd chase us off. But that's oh, a, what that's, a name! That's a yeah, Chibon. He was uh, he was my friend growing up, and uh, we we would uh, we we would get into all sorts of of uh, trouble. So, trouble, yeah, sometimes. But anyways, he's a good dude. But no, I tell you. Uh, there's just so much going around and and it's interesting because also uh last year and i ran into uh him again uh he was doing the pa announcing for a weatherford baseball tournament but creek williams is a high school oh i know and he is the president of the high school rodeo association here in oklahoma so he's yeah he's a he's a big wig already at a very young age yeah i think he's uh justin mckee who's head of I think it's Cowboy Channel, and he does a bunch of announcing and things like that. That's one of my stepdad's really good friends, and I think that he will become the next Justin in his in due time because yeah. he's got an amazing voice mm-hmm. and he's just so that. good. I follow him on Instagram, and it's just amazing what he can do. Yeah, with calling rodeos. Well, and I talked to him. I said, "Son, we need to get you on the radio as well." And uh, so we made. Of course, you said that. Oh yeah, you always got to go out and recruit the new talent. But yeah, I tell you, he was calling the baseball game probably a lot like he calls a rodeo, you know, and, then, yeah. and doing a great job at it. But it was fun to hang out with him. It's been a couple of weeks ago. I was at a Weatherford uh, baseball game, but Creek is a neat kid, and uh, I like him a lot. And uh, we'll see you know he's he's really young so we'll see how he uh how he accelerates his career over the next years but i would say that to sum up you know kind of what everything you know going on around this area rodeo wise alley is the fact that uh there's a lot of good people involved in it and they they work hard and they do a really great job to uh to grow the sport particularly out oh. here in this area and i know thomas where i live will have some have some things coming up uh, here in the in the near future, and and you know, so I look forward to to getting out and 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 meeting some of these people. Maybe if I had, uh, you know, an accomplice or or a, uh, a sidekick. Well, no, I guess I would be the sidekick. Uh, you know, out there with me to kind of break. You're the my ice. work dad. I can't <laughs> work dad. Yeah, that's true. I I forgot to mention that in our introductions. You're the you're the daughter I always wish I'd had. So yeah, uh, but I know. don't tell your children that. No, 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 they, they'd take you in, but, uh, so anyways, but yeah, like we said, it is the 50th annual Swasu rodeo and it is going to be a huge one. They say that nearly 500, uh, cowboys and cowgirls will be competing and they'll be, uh, Competition will be waged in nine different events that include team roping, saddle bronc riding, steer wrestling, breakaway roping, goat tying, barrel racing, bareback riding, and bull riding. I don't want to see the goat tying. Why? Does it hurt them? Gina wouldn't like it. I would. I, Gina, nothing. I don't think I it's would like not, it. I, I love goats. I, mm, I. It's sometimes like steer tripping is something that's hard for me. That's in like ranch rodeo stuff. That's what's, a whole different ball game. I'm steer not tripping even as opposed to steer wrestling. Well, they're they don't tie them down and stuff. They're tripping them on their back behind. Uh, oh. So they're getting them, but they drag them. And every time I see it, I'm like, I'm not like that, but I've seen it a few times and I got sick to my stomach. But well, I mean, I understand steers. No tying, they, they get right back up. They're okay. Fine. All right. Well, if you say they're okay, you gonna let Kim go out and be tied? Kim the <laughs> your goat Kim is she gonna get to go Kim? get tied? 
he. Oh, he. Oh, yeah. You named your he goat, Kim. Kim Kardashian, the goat. Okay. Well, <laughs> so anyways, adult admission at the Swasu Rodeo is $10, and students and staff get in free with a valid Swasu identification. You think we could forge a couple of those, maybe get in, save 10 bucks. I feel like I could. I don't know if Bud could. But I, I always could. get asked if he's 35. So I'm in the nice. adult education program. Uh, yeah. Kids 11 and under get in free. And I tell you, it's going to be fun. One thing we forgot to mention uh, right now, Allie, is that there's only three rodeos remaining, and that would include this one. And that the uh, Swasu men's team currently ranks fifth in the Central Plains region. And the women are leading the way and are in first place in the Central region. So uh, that's that's still a lot. That's a lot to play for. That doesn't surprise me at all that they're leading. And I watched the results at K-State. And like you and I were talking about, K-State did good. But OSU, and it, it's not even me hating on them. It's just they didn't show up like they used to when I was there. Um, yeah. They have a fantastic coach, though. OSU mm-hmm. does. But who is Swass, who just killed it. Hollingsworth? Okay. Coach Hollingsworth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think his name's Cody. Um, well, and you but, know, recruiting and, and coaching rodeo in college would have to be just a whole different, uh, you know, it's a, whole different uh, endeavor, I guess you could say, because you, you're going to obviously see kids that, are ready, you know, maybe to compete at the college level, but yeah. you know, I mean, they may want to get out and, and get on the trail and start, you know, going out and making money. So talking to me, you know, I mean, not every kid is, is going to be looking. At I was going to say that. So there's a lot of, and there's a lot of kids my age, like I'm 24, but there's a lot of kids my age or younger that are, didn't, they just chose not to go. Yeah. And now they're on the NFR trail. Well, yeah. And that's what they've been chasing since they're 18. And they just luckily did have the support and the financial support to go do that. Sure. But some of these kids do want an education in a, you know, yeah. back, I mean, backburn to, for them. If something ever happened, they have that education. And I think that's awesome. But I just think it's, it's, you know, the, where it probably comes into play as a college coach and maybe some of the difficulties is, is okay. If I coach basketball in college, if I coach football in college, those kids have to come to college in order to to further a professional career baseball yeah. and rodeo and maybe a few others they they don't have it's not a mandatory thing and so i would imagine you know you you really have to probably shake the bushes and uh and get kids that you know that that are on the college trail or can hold off you know maybe willing to wait until they can get out there and i guess they make money during the summer if they're competing but i I don't know how that exactly works but uh but you know i mean that's the thing is not every kid has the ambition to go to college and just like with with other sports uh i've always thought that it's kind of goofy and it's changed now with name image likeness but i always thought it was kind of goofy the fact that uh, a kid with a 95 mile an hour fastball and a curveball could forego college go directly to the be drafted by it by a professional team probably play in the minor leagues but pursue his career which is basically his job but a kid that played basketball or football couldn't so you know uh kudos to the coaches that that go find the kids that want to come to college and 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 compete there and i'm sure i'm sure it helps getting that kind of instruction as opposed to uh you know what what can happen out on the roads or things like that. I mean, cause when you're 18, you're 18 and it, it can be tough, but here I am talking about something that I, I have no personal experience with, but you probably do. Well, it's just, I not only 
what stinks too is there's horses involved like i know that athletes like basketball and all that it's just them you have to worry about having a talented horse or two most of the time you need to have a backup horse especially like barrel racers they always typically have a backup horse um and you got to have a trailer you got to have a truck you got to have all these things no one supplies this for you yeah and you have to have all that to compete so it's kind of like they are at another level of I don't, I don't want to say struggle, but they get set behind because they do ha- financially have to have all these things to be able to compete oh, yeah. at a rodeo level. They're not, these people aren't hauling them for them. So, and it's funny, it's, you all say them. That. it's funny you say that because I think last year, uh, when Emily Beisel was, was kind of on her run, yeah. some of the articles would mention the money that was being paid out. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that, that sounds like, wow, we're rich. But then when you think about, the travel yes. costs, the the equipment, and and you know things like that. I'm sure, I'm sure there's probably a, a significant uh, you know investment and potential for loss there as well. So uh, you know, kudos to the people that do it because I know you know it hasn't always been my thing. I would have liked for it to have been when I was a kid, but it's not. But you know, uh, the thing about it is, Allie, is is the fact that you know these people are out there doing it and they're keeping a tradition alive. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's a life dedication. It's not a, I mean, you can always do, and there's nothing wrong with the weekend rodeo people that work a nine to five and, you know, do a fun rodeo every once in a while. But these kids that are dedicating their lives, that's their life. And so they may go win $10,000. Well, that's 10 grand you got to put back into a vet bill. That's, you know, whatever, going back into a truck or a trailer or whatever. So. Yeah, and, I have uh, so much respect for these kids that compete because I, I don't know if I could either. I've done the hauling. I've done the traveling and all that. But being these kids are on the road living out of the trailer for a year. Yeah. Yeah. I go nuts. It, it could be tough. And, you know, you, you have to have the motivation and kind of, yeah. you know, the old slang, the old saying eye on the prize. Uh, but no, I tell you, it's, uh, it, it kudos to them and my hats off to them. And, uh, you know, like I said, right now, and I pulled up the standings Fort Fort Scott's in first place in the central region for the uh, men's side mm-hmm. and Southeastern down in Durant, they have a good team as well. They're in second and then uh, Western Oklahoma state down in Altus, uh, they are just ahead of Swasu, uh, at fifth place. And I think that's kind of the cool thing too, Allie, as I noticed is, you have junior colleges and four-year colleges yeah. competing against each other. I mean, you would never see that in most any in other anything sport. else. I know. Yeah. Crystal was asking me about that. I was trying to explain to her. Just, it's so cool that I mean, like K-State going against Swasu, or like K-State going against Coffeyville Community College. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's all the things. So I love it, and it builds a more of a rodeo community, honestly. Oh, for sure, so, for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, just so you know, Oklahoma State is in. Uh, one place ahead of K-State in the men's uh, ninth, ninth and 10th. And then uh, let's see where the K-State women are. Oh, they're in seventh. So they are also behind oh, Oklahoma State. That. You're like, oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, sorry, Allie. I, I don't like them anymore. No, uh, OSU is in sixth place and K-State is in seventh. And from what I can see, uh, they are the only Division One teams in the Central Plains region. So everything, everyone else is either NCAA Division Two or a potentially even a junior college. So I mean, yeah. you know, but like I've said, you got rodeo kids, you got a rodeo program. Get out there and uh, get them competing. And trying to see, 
So Coach Lynn at K State does a great job. I hate that they're down there. Well, yeah, uh, they've only got one. The women's all-around leader is Bailey Stuva from Northeastern Oklahoma A and M up in Miami. And mm -hmm. you you say it Miami, it's not Ma Miami. I don't say it. Bad. Oh, I'm just you do that. You're from you're from not far from there. I'm sure. I'm not saying what I called Chickasha. <laughs> Did you call it Chickasha? Oh no, worse than that. Oh. I called it Chickasha. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. I will say I cringed really bad because I know how you guys are now. My mm. stepmom was like, Pahuska. And I was like, nope, hey, stop. You know, mm -mm. If, if you're not from here. Uh, real quick, Allie, saddle bronc riding in the central region on the men's side, uh, Brody Maccabee. He leads the uh, he leads the saddle bronc in first place, and then in seventh place is Tim Troyer. He he's uh, also saddle bronc, and then Tanner Edwards is in fifteenth place. Bareback riding uh, looks like it is looks like we don't have any Swasu uh, participants in the top thirteen there. But Dustin Sanchez, as we mentioned before, he's oh, leading yeah. he's leading the central region. Uh, in bull riding, and uh, he's got 420 total points. And then also uh, Brett Maccabee is uh, in the top 12. Well, I'll say it's they have him at 12, but there's a three-way tie at ninth, so he's not far behind. And then tie-down roping for the men, Marley Berger. He's another one we forgot to mention. He's been he's been real consistent through the scoring throughout both both sides of the season. He's quick too, and he's got a nice horse. Does I he? saw. I looked up his horse the other day. It was super, super gentle. Okay, and so uh, looks like uh, going into the team roping. Uh, let's see, Graydon Wayne Penny is uh, in the top ten there. But if I remember right, I think who was it last year? Last week. At Garden City, one of the competitors—I can't remember if it was men's or women—they had to have a a, a a competitor from Connor State jump in with them because it, it, they noted oh. it. So I want to say it was Graydon Penny, but I'm—I'll have to go back and look at my sports cast. They do that a lot, though, not outside of the NR NIRA. Yeah, it's not just collegiate. Sure. And so uh, barrel racing, Abby Hepper right there at the top, 580 mm -hmm. points. The girl from Northeast NEO is in is in second. And then Libby Berger is in third in the standings. Sadie Joe Walliver also in the top five. She's fifth. I love that name. Isn't that cool, Sadie Joe? I think it's so cute. Yeah, it really is. And then uh, breakaway roping for the girls, uh, the ladies. It looks like uh, Cheyenne Van Estowie is in eighth place. And yeah, they're then, killing it. Uh, Allie Masters for Swasu, another Allie. She's at fifteenth, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And goat tying, Cheyenne Van Estelle, she's in first place in the Central Re Central Plains region standings, and then Shanoa's at number six. And so it, it's it's going to be just a blast. And uh, I will do my best, Allie. And if you kind of let me know, maybe a time. Of course, I've got. I'll be down there Friday because we're calling the Custer County conflict for soccer uh, oh. at, at Loomis field there at Raider park. It's all going to be right there at Raider park. Yeah. And uh, so it, it, I'll be in the area. I'll do my best to drop in, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see uh, what my schedule kind of opens up and looks like uh, because we still have, we still have peat moss and flowers to plant. So <laughs> that, that's priority oh my one. Lord, I have the same thing at my house. I got a garden <laughs> all weekend too. So 
Right. I'm not far behind you. There you go. All right. So the 50th annual Swasu Rodeo takes place this Thursday through Saturday, April 13th through 15th at the Don Mitchell Arena in Weatherford. That's right there on Lyle Road before you get to, I think it's County Road 1000. Some people call it Arapahoe Road, but it's right there and it'll be at the Swasu. Um, what's that called, Allie? Is it the uh, pavilion? Oh, no. Yeah, the uh it's not the ag complex or uh, I thought it was the ag pavilion ag pavilion. That's what it is. So it's Don yeah. Mitchell arena there in okay. Weatherford. And like we mentioned, performances will be each night at seven and the slack, which Allie explained to me partially will take place Friday and Saturday morning, beginning at 9am. So just tons of rodeo fun out there for you. $10 admission and students and staff get in free kids under 11, get in free. And then it's going to be a whole lot of competitors there uh, for the Swasu rodeo, the fifth, annual Swasu Rodeo. Allie, it was so much fun doing this with you and uh, thanks for jumping in and and uh, talking rodeo with me. You know I love it, of course. Well, and I had to, I, I knew I had to have somebody to kind of hold my hand through all this or because... Well, I'm, and I'm not an expert. I'm not sitting here and acting like that. I just know you keep up with it. Rogers taught me, so I know horses <laughs> more than I know people, so that sounds bad, but that's what I know. Well, last I checked, horses are pretty uh, vital to rodeo, so, yes. so that gives you a leg 50-50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Allie, you have a great week, and thanks for being on here with us on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast, and uh, we'll have to do it again as they uh, get ready to wrap up the college season and then go into the NF- or the uh, CNFRs. I would say NFR is in That's, December, yeah. Chucky. I'm thinking Christmas already. That <laughs> it's Christmas. It's Christmas year round for me. It's Cowboy Christmas, July. That's there what you they call go. It. There you go, Allie. You have a great week. Thanks so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. She's Allie Seltzer here with me on the Western Oklahoma Sports Podcast. I'm Chuck Ramsey, the Law Dog. Thank you for listening.